life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon. That's it, you guys are just going to do a sound check and then put your mic down? That's what we do. We just do a sound check and then we leave. <laughs> sound check podcast. That would be great. Famous people and, and friends doing sound checks. Test, test. And that was Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh, man, you know wow. some listener is going to start that podcast and, oh, yeah. and just blow like Marin out of the water. Copyright Michael Palsark. So oh, God, got it. <laughs> Thanks for tuning to the Roadster. Podcast. I'm your host, Murray Valeriano, on the podcast marathon, the second one of three today I'm recording. What? what? Seriously. It's uh, you were in town, you were leaving, so I had uh-huh. to get something else, and then I told this other guy. I tried to bump him, but he's like, oh, the, oh my God, I'm bringing some other sick. And, uh, uh, <laughs> so, and I blah, leave blah, Monday blah. for Chicago. And Grenade's out. And are you going to Chicago Monday? Wait, are both you? of you guys are going yeah. to Chicago tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. What's that? I'm working at Zany's. Oh, you have a job? Uh-huh. Are you going to visit? I uh, kind of, yeah. Are you uh, doing sets? I'm going to, uh, maybe. Okay. Uh, Steve O'Harvey. Yeah. I'm um, going there just because. Let me make it uncomfortable. Michael, get her a guest spot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Let me know when I. Give me a guest spot, won't you, Michael? <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just, no, 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 I'm not trying to. Oh, Michael's such a nice no. guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, try, I'm trying to be You've there. You've worked there before. So nice. yeah. yeah, it'd be easy. <laughs> it would be easy. Renee doesn't need me. So here we are. So, all right. I feel like there's a ton of stuff I have to tell you, uh, people listening, but I guess we'll come to it. Uh, I got a bad haircut. I don't know if that's something you guys want to hear about. I guess we can talk about that later. I think it's, it looks okay. Oh, well, thank you. I'm not saying that for compliments. No, I know. I don't think I've I ever would... seen it look different. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's really all right, well, I, guess, I, I guess I assumed we were better friends. I apologize. <laughs> Maybe I should just have uh, the third podcast. In I don't know. You just pull off this like I, I'm. I'm just like this is how it is. Like, like it just choppy. yeah. Just, yeah. I just pull up. This is how I roll. Yeah. Out of bed. it's like yeah. a choppy wind blown. Oh yeah. well, I, you guys both have uh, excellent hair. Oh, listen. Shh. <gasps> that's unreal. Uh, that's what I, I don't know if you guys can hear that. I'm holding my microphone out the window. <laughs> It's thunder, man. That's yeah. We never get thunder here. Oh my I can't tell you the last time I heard thunder. Well, we're all going to die. Okay, <laughs> well, this is our last podcast, so, <laughs> so make it a good one. Uh, so, yeah, it's kind of rainy and overcast <laughs> and thundery here. And, uh, and I just imagined like uh, a movie like This Is The End, where we're just doing a podcast during the whole thing. Oh, is that what that was? <laughs> movie no, was? did you see that movie? No, I didn't. Well, it's where the world ends, but I think it'd be funny if you had a podcast during well, the whole I thing. I how it ends. Yeah. Um, well, I have to drink water the here. End, <clears throat> the end. The end of the world's happening. Um, also, I should, I should note that since I'm doing so many podcasts and I have to be at Irvine tonight, I will not be editing this podcast. I'm just going to turn around and put it up. So it's going to be raw. It's going to be raw. Right. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be from the heart. It's going to okay. be, we're going to open some veins today. Great. We're going to let it all bleed. So I'll be sure uh, to be open and honest. With in other words, don't be born because I'm not editing anything <laughs> and don't be racist because I'm not going to, if that's what you want to do and you don't want people to know, just don't do it now because I won't what be editing. What if you want people to know? Well, then that's up to you. That's why I'm giving you I have you some really up. funny racist thunder jokes. Save <laughs> <laughs> them for Zanies there'll be a thunderstorm there too. Uh, we don't know who we're talking to. 
If you don't, <laughs> if you don't read your iPod when you're listening to this, you just blindly download podcasts. You don't know who are listening. Well, you know me. I'm Murray Valeriano, I'm the host of the Road Stories podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We're part of All Things Comedy Network. Um, joining me today in the marathon, a gentleman I met in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know him. I feel like after 12 <laughs> shows in the hell of America, the armpit of the world, you get to know somebody. Yeah. Um, you just did you do Letterman this year? No, 2011. 2011 Letterman, and then you were on uh, Last Comic Standing uh-huh. this year. Yeah, we saw it. We watched that together. Right in the green room. <laughs> I remember telling the audience, like, you know that Last Comic? He's on the TV right now. <laughs> they weren't <laughs> impressed. They were not. They don't get cable. They don't get TV. They're poor. They're Vegas. Uh, Michael Palisak joins us uh, today. Thank you very much. Am I pronouncing yeah. that right? Palisak, right? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is how comfortable I am with Michael. And I was telling him this story earlier that Michael's girlfriend came to visit him in Las Vegas. And this was probably, what, Saturday? Yeah, probably she got Saturday. on Saturday, yeah. So we've been doing shows since Tuesday. Yeah. I felt so comfortable with Michael that when I met his girlfriend, I hugged her. How dare you? I, like, and then I'm like, I probably shouldn't have done that. And then it, like, I, kept, I stayed up all night like, oh, man, I hope I didn't creep her out because I, I just no. saw the blue. I'm Murray. Hug. Really? Yeah. Why was, do you think it's weird? It's because I'm not a hugger. I mean, oh, you're you not are. a hugger. What? You're not a hugger? Not really. Okay. Well, we didn't know well, that about you. You're forced to hug on me when you walk through the oh, door. Did I force it on you? <laughs> <laughs> I hug raped you. Is yeah. You seem so uncomfortable. I don't like being touched. You're wearing a button-down shirt, and you asked for it. <laughs> uh, so that's how comfortable I was with Michael. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad finally got you on here. It's been that's been a few months. So I'm yeah. Glad, uh, I thought you were gonna say that like you met his girlfriend and like farted in her fit. Like this is how comfortable I was with Michael. <laughs> I just farted in front of his girl. Hug is not weird. You didn't say farted in front of his girlfriend first. You said in farted in her face. In her face. In her face. Yeah, yep. That's where, don't try I and overcoat that. I raised the stakes, then I backed <laughs> up. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're going fart in face. You We're going to do the that. play-by-play really fast. <laughs> <laughs> Renee went for it. And then, <laughs> <laughs> then the visual is too much. <laughs> too much for me. I don't know what the heck came over me. <clears throat> so I wanted somebody uh, that, uh, I always like to get people who know each other on the podcast. And I wanted somebody uh, who kn- who knew? And I'm like, hey, bring a friend. And he's like, eh, I don't really have any friends. <laughs> he <laughs> he friends. doesn't. He's a horrible. I said my friends are all on the road, yeah, but yeah. I really don't have any friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all his friends are on the road. And I'm like, oh wait, you're from Chicago, Renee Gautier. 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 I'm like Renee Gautier from Chicago. I've been wanting her to get on the podcast. But here's the thing about Renee. Renee, for I don't know how many years, lived. Literally a block away from me. Literally. Like how many? I've been here for three and a half years. How long have you lived there? Seven. Seven. So for three and a half years, <laughs> she lived a block a half away away from me. She moves to the other side of town, which might as well be moving to a different state mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. And then a week later, I asked her to come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> when you could have literally walked here. It was almost like someone told you they heard I moved. And you're like, you know what? I better get that girl on this <laughs> That's how Hollywood works. You got to make yourself unavailable. Right. Oh, more thunder. Isn't I saw it? lightning a second oh, ago, but did? I didn't, I didn't want to interrupt. This is exciting. This is pretty great. We should stay away from the pool then. Yeah. Because yeah. you get it. You know yeah. what happened to me when speaking of thunder and lightning? Um, I spent... Uh, I don't know, six weeks up in Okotoks, uh, Canada last year. Um, my wife was working on a movie. It was complete hell. I bring it up every episode. <laughs> I hated it. It's like, I know. It's been, it literally, it was a year ago this week we went up there, and uh, I'm still fucking bitching about it. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. I bitched about it on the last episode. Do you have any racist things you want to say about it? <laughs> I think it's <you> just did. <laughs> 
But they, I went, because I, I, I had my kid and I had to take care of my son while my wife worked. And so I took him to see this giant rock outside <laughs> of Calgary, which is supposed to be special. It's just yeah. a huge rock and it's in the middle of a giant field. Uh-huh. And so we went out there and then it started thunder and lightning. Oh, man. And so we're in an, like, we're talking open, easily three football fields away from the car. Oh, wow. In the middle of nowhere with lightning coming down. And I had to, like, run and it was very scary. So if I start shaking during the thunder and lightning, more on the weather podcast after this. I I'd like know. to you drop the mic, go pick up your son. Something's happening. Wake Murray, up. The rock's Fly. not here, Murray. The rock is not here. Flashback. And I showed you guys my kid, which I never do that. I yeah. never have comics. Go you know over. what? We're Midwestern. I think we have just like the show. Like, I need to yeah. show these people my kid. Yeah. Oh, you have vibe. that kind of vibe? Yeah. Okay. I, people throw me their babies. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, got it. That's my uterus. I kind of wish that you invited us over to see your baby. And then you're like, oh, you want to be able to do podcasts about road stories? Right. Like afterwards. Uh, <laughs> kind of inspiring. Like lure him over here. Yeah. Kind of inspiring. <laughs> the other thing, and it was not a good example of this today. And I never really get to talk about this on my podcast, but I was talking to Michael about it while we were waiting for Renee. Oh, excuse me for living. I live eight <laughs> years away. <laughs> <laughs> um, I live on a corner. I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast before, but I live on a corner, mm-hmm. and it, and I love to sit in my living room and watch comics look for my house because nobody ever just assumes you live on a corner. So they'll like turn and go halfway down the street and then start looking for the and then have to turn around and come back. <laughs> and so I like to sit in my living room. Oh, you know, there goes Dom Herrera. You know, he's going to be back around, you know. And so uh, I was watching you guys do that, so that was fun. Well, I knew you lived on a corner. Because I put it in the email. I didn't even know you put it in the email. Because people don't read the email. I read the email. Really? Well, it said I lived on a corner. It did. Most importantly, I live on a corner. Yeah, that's what it says. <laughs> At the end. Yeah. I'm glad somebody read it. But I want you to know that I didn't read that <laughs> <laughs> like I just double checked the address. It's like uh, she it's just knows the numbers on this block so well. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's almost like the the way Van Halen put uh, no brown M and M's in their writer, uh-huh. just to make sure that they read the writer. Yeah. So okay, yeah, that's that, why that all started. Yeah. So that's why I put Writers. that there. And then it's just amusing to watch people get lost going up and down my street. Yeah. yeah. It's just things you learn living on a corner. Uh, <laughs> Something life. school can't teach you. Corner life, people. Corner school life. can't teach you. So how far do you guys go back? Uh, we met in Chicago yeah. in like 2004. Yeah, because yeah, we was... did an improv thing together at iOS before we ever did stand-up. I.O. Chicago. Oh, you guys were uh, I.O.? Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> improv Olympic. <laughs> yeah. So it's weird, right? Because yeah. in Chicago it's called Improv Olympic. And here it's called I.O.S. Now, I, they didn't have to change it to I.O. because Olympics, they wouldn't let them use the Olympics name. Yeah, I think I they did change the one in Chicago, too. They did? Yeah. I wasn't going to correct you, but... I'm I.O. West. I, I don't want to start a fight. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The the improv and the Olympics made them change. Now it's called the I.O. Theater. Oh, the improv got involved in that? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if they could do that. That's so silly. Yeah. I, I just thought I.O. West, it was just like how they called it. No, I think they just... Yeah. yeah. Officially changed. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good to know. So are you sketch people turned stand-ups? Uh, improv sketch. Yeah, stand-up. I was sort of like I began both kind of at similar paths. Mm-hmm. But uh, Renee and I, we were in class together at I O at different levels. But they had a thing called the lottery. Oh, I know. Lottery. And uh, one person got picked out of every class to do a show for eight weeks, and that was like my level one. So I was like, I was in level one. And I got to do this eight show. Eight yeah. Weeks, right? Yeah. Oh wait, the lottery you could do a show for eight weeks. Yeah. So you got coach. It was like you were on a team for for oh, that's very two cool. months. Yeah. We got yeah. two coaches, uh, Bill Arnett and Danny Mora, who were really great. 
and uh, we got to do shit, and there were special guests every week. So mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Oh, that's great, because uh, I, I, I'm iOS, but I don't really go there anymore the lottery here uh-huh. is you just get it for one night no yeah oh, no. It's, like a, oh, it's, it's for as long as your class session. yeah oh that's very cool um i'm actually more of a second city girl i stopped is there gonna be the any trouble level. is there gonna be any trouble here any problems? <laughs> well, i just want to make it clear no. okay um because you said you're an ios gentleman uh and i was taking classes at io east what are we calling it io <laughs> I, I think it's just I, I mean o. I O in Chicago yeah, yeah I O kind of I O Lake Michigan and I think it's Midwest I O Cubs I um I O Cubs since it's right by Wrigley um I just started taking classes and what's funny is that I got picked to the lottery right going into my third level and never took a third level class. <laughs> Look at you, bucking the system, bucking that you're like, screw you. Done. I'm creeping my three hundred dollars. I'm gonna get eight weeks of a show. Yeah, nice. I didn't, I didn't pay for it. You didn't and pay. I didn't take the class. This is new news to me, <laughs> which I guess is all news. <laughs> this is news to me. I like new news. <laughs> new news. Welcome to the new news broadcast. <laughs> the new Renee Gautier. <laughs> you know, every time you say yeah. the lottery, I think of that book, The Lottery. Did you oh ever my read god, that? when they get stoned. Yeah. Yes. Oh, right so up. creepy. I have it in my. You should, are you a reader? Yeah, I'll give it to you. It's a, it's like a ten page. I was just gonna say, wasn't book. it in like English books? Didn't you read it in grade school? Uh, I read it when I was a kid. And then I saw a, a a movie of the week with uh, who was the guy from MTV Sports? Dan, cast Dan something. I forget. Anyway, Dan, you know what I'm talking about? Fouts. No. <laughs> No, I forget his name. Yeah. Dan something uh, okay. was starred in it, and then I just I found it in a uh, bookstore for like ten cents the other day, so I bought it again. What a lesson, huh? That what book? a creepy, creepy book. <laughs> it's Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. It's technically Hunger. Yeah, Games. but you don't kill a kid. Well, I guess you could if they, they got killed the, they the mom. The... the kids have to kill their mom. Yeah, the kids kill their mom. It's really uplifting. Woo, you should bring okay. it on the road. Right. It's a big lesson. <laughs> Our lottery was no murder, really. I mean, just, you know, <laughs> murdering with laughs. Yeah, <laughs> killing it. Yeah. So there's a lot of Chicago comics. Yeah. There is, for a while there, I couldn't not have a comic on this podcast that wasn't from Chicago no. or spent some time in Chicago. And they're all Chicago. good. Yeah. That's what I kind of love. Yeah, they are all good. They are all good. So who was in your class of stand-ups? Uh, it was funny because I feel like Renee was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really Were you there, Renee. <laughs> Renee was okay. definitely there. Um, but I met her through improv, so I was associated with, with that world mm-hmm. first. Right, and then I think right after that, I started doing open mics and mm-hmm. stand up, but I was still very much doing Second City mm-hmm. and stuff. But I think it's safe to say our class was like. Even though they, a lot of these people started ahead of us, I feel mm-hmm. like we all kind of rose as a level together. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah. Like TJ Miller, mm-hmm. Camille Nanjiani. Uh, let's get TJ on the phone. Yeah. Let's get him on the phone. Yeah. He can't be reached. <laughs> I, I know, because uh, he's been canceling this podcast for the last year and a half. He's so great. <laughs> and like, TJ's awesome. It's nothing against him. He's so busy. <laughs> so busy. It's like ridiculous. Um, Jared Logan. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know Jared. Nick Vatterat. Mm-hmm. Who else? Um, well, like... Uh, Hannibal was there like mm-hmm. the, he started like the year before I started in Chicago. I would like start in the suburbs when I was in college, but in the city it was like Hannibal and then Bridenstein and Mike Holmes. Mike Bridenstein, Mike Holmes. Um, Mike Bridenstine, officially the drunkest person I've ever had on my podcast. Drunk on your podcast? Extremely. He's in a new commercial. Oh, I think I saw that. Yeah, I think I saw it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's booking a lot. Um, yeah, Vatera, Jared Logan. I remember meeting on like the first open mic, or maybe not the first, but one of the first open mics that I did in the city. Uh 
Jeff Hansen. Yeah. Oh, he's Jeff not Hansen. out here though. He's not out here. Sorry. So I, when I get like, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call them old school yeah. Chicago comics. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like the uh, Jimmy Pardo and Mike yeah. Siegel and those guys. I play poker with those guys on Thursdays. They they're like they always say there was a ton of places to perform in Chicago back in their day. That's what they told us too. Like they were all gone. <laughs> oh really? I would work with like headliners or whatever, and they'd be like, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how, because there's no more clubs. Like, all of them closed down in the city except Zany's. When we started, it was just Zany's. And, uh, and a lot of alt rooms started popping mm-hmm. up. Like, Lincoln Lodge was still there, which mm-hmm. is, a, is a, an alternative staple. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's been there probably the longest. Yeah. yeah. Out of, like, out of, outside of Zany's. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, Lincoln Lodge has been around 14 years? 14 years. They just moved their venue, which was, like, a pretty big deal. Oh. Yeah. Because it was such a cool, like, spot. It was, like, this Greek-owned diner restaurant mm-hmm. with this back room that they set up into a show okay. once a week or twice a week but then it, they whittled down but mm-hmm. we had a lot of good like Brooke um, who else Tony Sam Tony Sam Brooke Van Poplin is that what you're about to say Jocelyn yeah. Hughes um, Jenna Friedman she works for the Daily Show oh Jenna, Jenna Friedman. I don't, yeah. it's so funny because I didn't I didn't do stand up with Jenna Friedman oh really not really yeah because I left in 06 oh uh, you left gonna be before there's going to be a fight now no, it's just I don't consider her part of okay. mine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's get Jenna on the phone that, right now and see what she thinks. Probably is like, Renee who? <laughs> <laughs> so were there a lot of like, did you have to take off for one-nighters? Uh, I I sort of had like, so my parents lived in the suburbs, so I sort of would like work those clubs when I could. Mm-hmm. Like I would get to host maybe like Riddles like once every two months oh, on the Riddles weekends. At? Riddles is in Orland Park, 159th in Harlem. Uh, it was. <laughs> Where's that? 159th in Harlem. It's not Harlem oh, like New York. Wait, JK Riddles? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know why I flanked on that. That's funny because I think they dropped the JK. Okay. They yeah. Did, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like Charlie Goodnight's in Baltimore. Yeah. Drop Charlie. And then yeah, uh, Goodnight. The Barrel of Laughs was another like weekend one that I could do and not leave. Is and that still around? No. Okay. Bill Brady. Yeah. I heard that was a rough room. That's the first place I ever performed. You know, it was one of the rooms where it was like, it could be really rough, but then it also could be the best night of your life. Oh, yeah? Because, like, the crowds could be so happy to laugh, mm-hmm. but then they also could be people who don't. Like, I did a, a biker show one time. It was oh. like a benefit for Toys for Tots. A biker? And <laughs> it was I, like a benefit for that. Yeah. Those angels. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Really? How did that go? Oh, it was uh, it was bad. It was really... <laughs> I mean, I, I'd been doing it for a couple... Of, like, I joke... That's one of those things where you, like, you realize that you have jokes that work, but mm-hmm. not all the time and like <laughs> and it made me uncomfortable like a guy in the audience when i was on stage literally was like do you want me to buy a shot i'm like no <laughs> no thank you <laughs> that's not what crying? i need that's not gonna help me <laughs> do you want us to hold you <laughs> no i just didn't feel like they were laughing very much <laughs> that's it you know what i find with bikers usually a good audience believe it or not mm-hmm. uh generally it's usually because i don't do biker. i'm staring at you because i disagree <laughs> Girl performing for bikers. Have you performed for bikers? I uh, kind of. I performed at this dive bar that was like a dive biker bar, and I went on stage. First of all, the host. This was in like the suburbs. I want to say it was like Deerfield. Okay. No, no, no. That's a lie. Deer Creek. Downers Grove. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know where Deerfield is, but Downers Grove. Downers Grove, which is about it's a good hour away from the city, but like, um, just. And I don't complain about being a female comedian. Like right. I just think you're a comic, you're a comic. Sure. Deal with it. But um, can we swear? 
Oh, yes. I'm going to get so scared. I um, noticed that Murray swore earlier. Only so. the, did. I didn't even. Okay. Only the women. I was just swear. listening to him talk. <laughs> but, um, I, remember, I was just paying attention. <laughs> sorry. Um, I don't even register swear words anymore. It's just like, I know. Me too, and it's so bad with it's a kid. It's so regular. Oh, oh no, I can't so imagine me with a baby. I'll be like, fucking kid, right? <laughs> um, so I remember the host not being very good. And I will say that. Mm-hmm. Um, strongly. <laughs> okay. Just not, you know, when a host doesn't do anything for the comics to follow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes. I go on stage, and the first thing, this guy who resembles a biker, I'm assuming, I don't want to stereotype, but he was, he was like, take your shirt off. Oh. And I was like, mm, no. <laughs> you know who I'm mad at in that scenario? Me. Yeah. No. <laughs> How did you I respond? I was wearing a shirt. I had. I was asking for it. <laughs> well, yeah. If you didn't wear the shirt, you would have avoided it. Why that. are you oh, such a prop comic? Take the work out of the shirt. You did don't, it to yourself. Don't give them something to lash out at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you handle it all right? Did anybody step up? No, I just said, I go, oh, for you, sir? No. Oh, nice. You know, and he, everyone laughed. And I was like, you you have a really long ponytail. Like, I just... <laughs> You know, I mean, there was nothing to do. Sure, yeah, no. And I was still so green. Right. Like, so green. Like, it was a year and a half in. Murray's right, though. That's something that, like, a citizen could be like, like, someone that doesn't even work there just could be like, hey, that's hey, not socially acceptable. Shut your face. They didn't. Yeah. 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 Oh, this bar. It's funny because I only until, like, I would say I was five years in mm-hmm. of doing stand up that I was. Do you know when you first start, you say yes to everything? Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Like, I said yes to everything. Mm-hmm. Especially when I moved out here. I was like, get up, get up, get up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was very fortunate because although Kyle Kinane and Matt Bronger weren't in Chicago when we were doing stand-up, they still, they, they're still Chicago comics. Sure. Yeah. So, like, they took me in without even knowing me. Like, really. Well, let's they get Kyle on the phone and check cool. that out. <laughs> I, I never do the him. on the phone bit. I don't know why I'm doing it nine <laughs> times in the first ten minutes. I, don't. I remember meeting Kyle Kinane the week before I moved here, and he goes, oh, I met him in Chicago. <laughs> I love him. By the way, we're friends now. But like, um, he was, we were at Chicago Underground Comedy, which was um, a show that Tony Sam had developed mm-hmm. with a couple other people. And he was like, oh, now I got I to gotta vouch for you. And I've never seen you. Like, And I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, someone just told me I should say hi to you. And he was just being, he was just sure. fucking around. And then yeah. as soon as I got here, he was like, yeah, come on. <laughs> what if I suck, dude? But I did a show in the valley a liquid zoo uh-huh. have you done no but i see mm. i guess i'm friends with a guy on facebook who does the show or the open mic or something Ron and i Swallow? always i think so yeah. i don't know He's i just nice always guy. see it well this was like a weird so i remember being there and there was a guy who went up and he just was talking shit about girls girl comics and girls he got down another guy went up i don't care another guy got up and he goes start called the bartendress a cunt He's. I was like, he was wearing like a flame button down. You can't. Like, you, like, can't you can't swear on the show. Oh damn! <laughs> well, it's cunt, and we're cunt is it's not, not really a swear word. It's not really a swear word in England. In England, no, it's so, not a swear word. No, we got a lot of listeners. Um, really? Yeah, it's not a swear word. I had no idea. Yeah, it's not a swear word, or yeah, I got a lot of listeners. No, I. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I assume your listeners are everywhere. I just didn't know that in England, like a childhood boy could like call his teacher that. According to uh, Renee, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am not British, well. but I assume that is the case. Yeah, I'm but, just saying it didn't show up in any Harry Potter books. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was 
you know, choice she made, and I think she made a bad Artistic choice. Artistic choice, yeah. And by the way, Juma, uh, my uh, intern who usually pulls sound bites uh, for uh, advertisement, don't pull the cunt sound bite. Okay, go on. Oh, okay, good note, good note. Anyway, just, this is a long, but anyway, I remember going on stage, and I was supposed to get 15 minutes, and the guy lit me at three minutes, and I was like so livid, because like, it w- I was just like, what am I... And I remember texting Mike Bridenstine mm-hmm. and going, I um like just complaining about what happened. And he goes, you can stop saying yes to every show. <laughs> and I, it's like something you don't really realize because yeah. you're so, you know, you're like, I want stage time, I want stage time. And I'm like, oh. And that's the moment I was like, you don't have to do these fucking right. bullshit dive bars. You know, I yells, take your shirt off. I'm glad you came on the show, Renee. Uh-oh. And you too, to a certain extent, Michael. <laughs> 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 I said that as I took off my headphones. I don't know. No, because I was thinking about this before you guys came, and I've been doing a lot of uh, logging a lot of podcasts lately and kind of putting them in the so I don't have to do it every week and scramble. And I've had, I, I, I don't get a lot of do, like I have a lot of heavy road dogs on here and then, and then just like guys who've been doing it so long, you know, and, and I who don't say yes to everything. Who say yes to every, <laughs> yes to every podcast. <laughs> and I don't get a lot of like, guys hooking up on the road kind of stories and mm-hmm. i'm glad because i don't want that's i don't want my this isn't you know sex tales this isn't you know <laughs> how you bang the waitress in idaho or count. whatever you know <laughs> um so i'm glad renee's here to tell me how she hooks up on the road no so, but <laughs> i always feel <laughs> i always feel a little because i just had one recently and and he told the story and i don't edit you guys i don't yeah. you come on here you talk you know if, if it gets too much or if i feel like you know sure. it goes against something I don't want my listeners to hear, I'll take yeah. it out. But I always feel a little uncomfortable when they talk about hooking up and yeah. I endure one the other day. And I, I don't know. So I'm just glad to have another female. It's been a while since I've had a female on here. Oh, nice. Thanks. So I'm glad to have a female on here. I don't, I want, I, I try to keep my comics represented equally. So, so. I don't talk about all the dick I swallow. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wanted to say well. that. Because that's so against Renee. Save oh it God. for when I show you my baby again. Because he, <laughs> need, he needs another nap story. Who's so. the, I just like I just came up with swallowing dicks. <laughs> I think that's been around. Has it? The actor the phrase. Oh no no the act but I feel like I came up with a, a dick swallow right now. Okay well no. Like you get, or do you think like it's happened? I don't Michael? The phrase? Mm-hmm. Have you heard it? You know what? Uh, I'm going to be like kind of in between on this. I f- I've never heard it. Okay, thank you. But I can imagine someone coming up with it. Okay. But that's not to say that you shouldn't say that's yours. Are because you I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying you're not original. I'm just saying that you should be be ready if someone's like, that's mine, to be like, God, okay, prove it, but you can take it now. I'm, I've am i never heard it before. I think, it's, I think it works well for you. I, it's thank marked you. here. <laughs> you can always send them to iTunes. And yeah. download this episode. It's true. Um, we're in the top 100 this week on iTunes. Again, thanks a lot, guys, for listening. Sorry, nice. Yeah. Sorry. I just turned into a self-plug there. Roads. I don't have any road sex stories. Girls I don't, don't have I don't. Babies. I know. And I don't... And again, I don't want to... I remember when I had Gary Goldman on the show when I was yeah. in New York, and he's like, I don't have a lot of hooking up stories. I'm like, I don't want... Nobody wants it. Nobody wants hooking up stories. I don't even... I'm uncomfortable when I'm sitting across from the table hearing yeah. them from the guy I invited yeah. on the show. I'm sure my Lisso. 
I don't. I'm just. I don't know why I'm saying that right now. I'm uncomfortable when it's happening on the road. So talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's fast. It fascinates me the people who do get road puss because it's like. <laughs> sorry. 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 I don't know if that's ever been. <laughs> that might be coining swallow dick and road puss. <laughs> Real class. Renee go, is the go-to for the. How world. is your intern gonna find a soundbite for the site? <laughs> <laughs> fascinated by the person like what they look like and who they are and you go wait let me get this straight <laughs> yeah. a girl approached you mm-hmm. like it's not guys don't do that to girls like we don't have like groupies necessarily like mostly and I could be wrong and it could just be my vibe I'm giving out mm-hmm. which is like a no thank you but usually I just get guys who are like oh you know that joke you just told like it could be funny if you added this that's what we get. Oh, really? A lot of notes? We get punch-ups. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'd like, much rather oh. a good note than a, <laughs> than a proposition. <laughs> I can use the good note. I'm married. I can't use the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I can't use the road puss. A good that would be funny if a girl hits on you and like, I'm married, but what do you think about that last joke? That's uh, a new one. I don't know. Uh. You got a tag for it? <laughs> but that's a girl's deal with. Really? That's what you deal with. Okay. My experience. All right. Yeah. Any more biker bars? No. No? Sorry, guys. Oh. And I don't do a lot of clubs on the road. I um, fortunately do like theater work. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, which I'm very great. And I've done, I do a lot of By theater, you mean plays like Our House and... Yes, I do Strictly Our House. I do a stand-up set. I think it's Our Town. Our Town. Town. (laughs) Thank you. Our House is a TV show. It's a musical. I knew somebody was going to catch that. God damn it. Our House is a TV show, which we have adapted to a play. Um, No, I do... uh, like, I've done an all-girl tour with Aaron Foley, Aaron Jackson, and Rachel Feinstein. Oh, I just had Aaron on a few weeks ago. Foley? Yeah. I, I love Aaron. I going to bring her as my oh. person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll have you both back on. Yeah, because we did not... No, I get it. I'm very. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because he told me, like, no, I... to grab a girl. He, d- he told me before to grab a girl, yeah. I thought. I don't think so. You didn't? It's grab somebody. Grab a oh, friend. Well, I had toured with her <laughs> okay. the most. Okay. I think in... With, what was the all-girl comedy tour called? <laughs> what do you think it was called? The all-girl comedy tour? Pumps and punchlines. Really? Who came up with that? Uh, an entertainment company that's oh, okay. marketing it. Pumps and punchlines? You know it, girl. Okay. Nobody wore pumps. I was going to say, I know Aaron, and I know I know, kind of know you. Yeah. I don't know Rachel too well, and I don't, I don't Rachel know Rachel did girl. have a pump on. Okay. That's her look. What's the difference between a pump and a high heel? Uh, nothing. They're the same thing? Well, a pump is not a stiletto. So a pump, it's like two and a half to three inches, and a stiletto is like three or more. Is that true? I believe so, yes. Can you... Um, my only experience with pumps... Do you want to hear my pump story? I do. Okay, yeah. when I was a kid... Or stiletto. Uh, I really wanted uh, Reebok pumps. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and my mom wouldn't let us get them because uh, their commercial was a guy like jumping off a bridge or something. Uh-huh. And... Uh, Ever since then, whenever I hear a girl talk about pumps, I'm like, oh, you have Reebok pumps. <laughs> That's so cool. You're Did such a cool girl. You, uh... And they're like, no, those are high heels. I have to like, I'm mentally to be like, no, those aren't. That's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Did your mom get you the Reebok stilettos instead? <laughs> no, no, a no yeah, a little more. Yeah. yeah. Well, well you do very girly <laughs> shows. Because uh, you mentioned stiletto, and weren't you on stand-up in stilettos? Which is a terrible name for a stand-up show. It's such a, it, <laughs> but it's, they what? get a lot of good women on there. There are a lot of great women on there. That's the thing. is like I get from a marketing standpoint mm-hmm. why they think they have to do it to to niche it out. But mm-hmm. like I um, 
yeah, I'm grateful for all of it. So whatever the name is, that's their cross to bear. Sure. And I just, I actually got in trouble because I didn't wear stilettos. Oh, you have to wear stilettos? I guess on stand up and stilettos, you had to wear stilettos. And like, I mean, they make just like a late night spot. You have to transcribe your set. So like, we're communicating. You would think he would have been like, Oh, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wore boots with like a heel on it, but like I didn't. Was it smaller than three inches, the heel? Well, it's not a stiletto. I think we learned that today. I think we learned that today. And it was just like, I mean, also I'm just, I just don't. Yeah. It's just not me. And Jackie Cation, who's amazing, was also in like, uh, she taped right before me. So Mm -hmm. I saw her in the green room right before because they did like two sets a night, like two tapings a night. And, uh, she was wearing flats faux show. Sure. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't think there was anything wrong. And then I kind of yeah. got a little bit of a, those are your shoes. And I was like. Oh. Um, it's in the name. I know. It's in the name. But I didn't. <laughs> I guess I didn't. I just, to me, thought I didn't have to wear stilettos like the name. Was right, right. No, I wouldn't put that either. And like now, if I ever stumble across the show again, I'm going to not really care who the comic is. I'm going to be seeing, watching if she wears stilettos. Yeah. <laughs> is that, it's not Nickelodeon. What is it? TV Guide. TV Guide. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face. No, it's TV Guide. Well, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon has a... I did a show for Nick Mom. That's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Nick Mom. Nick mm-hmm. Mom. Um, how was that? I did not get Nick Mom's show. Oh. Because uh, apparently I opened up with the, the F-bomb. Oh. Which I didn't realize I did. But then my friend was like, uh, you know you F-bombed on a showcase for Nickelodeon, right? <laughs> I'm like, no, really? Did I? Because oh, I don't God. really F-bomb that much. I had uh, surprisingly a, a good time, and not to say surprisingly in the sense that like I didn't expect it to be great, but it was like uh, the guy who was running it. I forget who it was now. Uh, I can't remember his name. He did Montreal for a little bit. Oh, uh, Brian. Brian. Uh, Blake and I was last. Baldinger. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, Baldinger does it. Yeah, he or did, did it. it that time, and it was really funny. This is like a cool like stand up idea thing. He said that the first time they shot it was in a different city or whatever, and uh, the room was kind of like spread out a little bit, mm-hmm. and the tables were bigger. And then he came on board, and we went, when he did it in LA, he's like, "We're gonna have small tables, push everyone together," and uh, and everyone on the crew was like, "Wow, the comics are so much better at this <laughs> taping." He's like, "No, people are just made to yeah, laugh; yeah. like they're together. They don't yeah. feel awkward laughing." And uh, so I thought that was like really funny that just like the physics of a comedy room can make the show better oh yeah because the originals if you look on the like first season of that there there's like 10 feet between each table yeah and brian having worked at melrose and you know he knows yeah. his yeah, shit he knows. yeah he exactly what's going on so we did the show it was really fun um i was not a mom but uh i jokes about my mom mm-hmm. so that's why i got to do that's cool yeah, yeah yeah i know jackie yeah. was on my showcase too and she was like i don't i'm not a mom but i have a mom i yeah. think i went in with a bad attitude because they told me to I was coming in to showcase for it, and then they called me like at four. Uh-huh. Can you be here by five? Kind of thing on a Tuesday <clears throat> at Melrose, and it was just in my, it was like around the holidays, and yeah. my parents were in town. So by the time I got there, I was like, "Fucking glad to be here." You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that might have been a little shot in the foot on my own. So. Uh-huh. Notes: Don't uh, cuss on a on a show for Nickelodeon for a kids show. Word. Another uh, like funny random. I did. Did you ever do comedy TV? Is that something? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, I had a joke, so they shot that all day, right? And uh, my call time was like nine thirty in the morning or something, and and I um, I have a joke in my set about how my dad wakes me up 
with a cell phone call at one in the afternoon and how I sleep late mm-hmm. or whatever. And that's in my set to do that night. My call's at 9.30. I go to bed, not early. This is, I moved this back to two because I didn't think I'd be able to wake up. And, uh, but usually I wake up when my alarm goes off, but I did that AM, PM thing. Mm-hmm. So I slept right through my call. I wake up and the producer is actually laughing because he's like, oh, this is just like your joke. This is just, <laughs> we switched somebody. Just get here when you can. I was oh, like, nice. oh, so great. Nice. I'm late for work and he's <laughs> laughing at me. That's great. I uh, I, so funny because I don't, I didn't have a until I I didn't have an alarm clock until I got married because I was just I went from college to playing in bands to bartending to stand up. Yeah, I didn't go to bed before three. Yeah, like all the nineties. Yeah. (laughs) So it was like when I like when I first started, like wife would sleep over. She's like, "Ooh, what time should we set the alarm for?" Oh, Uh, noon. (laughs) (laughs) So all right, so Chicago. When'd you get out here? I came out. I didn't realize you left that early. I feel like I, I felt like you were gone. Like I missed you. I just covered it up in my head because I didn't know how to deal with Renee leaving. I get it. Uh, I, well, I think also, so I was, we were there 2004 to 2006 and then I was still there till, I didn't come out here till the beginning of 2011, but I started going on the road a lot in mm. 2008. Like I started doing a lot of colleges and that's when I was like gone, like all the time. When it was just clubs, it was just sort of on the weekends and stuff. Right. Oh, how do you, is anybody hot? I can try and open those windows again. I'm, I'm getting warm, right? warm, but yeah. you know, I'm adaptable. That's just yeah. I like you're, you. Don't, I don't like the ruffle feathers. Just, so I like that. If there's any producers out there, I'm really easy to work with, regardless <laughs> of the temperature. As long as you make your I'm call time nightmare. in the app, apparently. Yeah. Renee will not wear the shoes that she's supposed to wear. <laughs> Have you ever done those college, those like lunchtime in the cafeteria? Yeah. Gigs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, those are always interesting. You know. I there's different he's attitudes. So nice. Michael is so nice. Oh, he's they're all yeah. they're always the challenge. There's, there's he's the like challenge a boy dad. Because he's wearing new bat. Like I, his whole energy is like this really nurturing, but like a boy, but a dad. Like it's hard to like he cared if I felt like he didn't miss me. Right. When right. I moved. right. Like, now he's just going to unload with a bunch of road uh, puss. No. That's why I threw my notebook away. No, uh, so those lunchtime shows, I feel like when I first started, you know, the, you're not as good as a stand-up, but I feel like now, having more experience, I'm able to enjoy those more. Like, I remember mm-hmm. talking to Mary Mack, I mm-hmm. Mary sure. Mack, and I would be, like, kind of frustrated about shows like that, and uh, she would just be like, oh, I love those shows, because no one's listening, because I, so I can just try out new stuff, and I'm just talking to myself. I'm like, oh, okay, that's a different attitude. <laughs> uh, and I think also, what, what I like about it now, which I didn't like about it, or what I've grown to notice is that there's always the people that like book you and usually they'll watch and be interested. Like you just sort of were grateful for like two or three people and then mm-hmm. four or five people and then like you get paid. So like, yeah. How do yeah. you complain about that? Yeah. For how do you complain about getting paid? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like you do comedy for free for so long mm-hmm. yeah. and still so much of it is free mm-hmm. that when you get paid, it's like, thank you. Like yeah. I worked for maybe 30 to 45 minutes. Like it's a, like, you know, right. you work for a small amount of time for a ridiculous amount of money for the time you put in. I do now our colleges just in case anybody's listening and is interested. I have a lot of dates open <laughs> <laughs> in the fall. We had a lot I'm of sure you have a lot of listeners that are on student activities boards. A lot of NACA's, yeah. A lot of NACA listeners. What do you um, prefer, uh, clubs or colleges? And I'm going to ask you what you prefer, clubs or theaters, right after, so be ready. Um, <laughs> I think like my ideal career path would be to be able to headline clubs and draw and, and be able to just work in one place for a week and then mm-hmm. travel. Uh, and then just do like a college here and there. Um, I, I prefer clubs, but uh, just because of the travel, I think. And yeah. also like 
the consistency consistency of the crowds. Mm. Mm-hmm. What do you like better, theaters or clubs? I like. I love doing clubs because it's nice to hang out with like other comedians. It's like it's, I like the vibe of it. But I love theaters because you go to these. Like I've had the experience of going to the, some of the coolest old school like theaters that they put on local, like their Broadway mm-hmm. themed thing, and it's packed with like two thousand people who all just came to see this comedy show, and it's just like the rush you get from just going out and you're like, they're all here to see this. There's no food. There's no drinking. Mm-hmm. We have an intermission. They go out. They come back. We do it again. It's like such a cool feeling to have like that many people and you're on this giant stage. I disagree. You do? No. <laughs> do you? I really, think I really I disagree. You I'm sorry. You're wrong. I disagree and your mic is now turned off <laughs> as a penalty for the next five minutes. No, I like theaters for exactly the same reason. But I like clubs for exactly the opposite reasons of that. Yeah. Because I like the... Intimacy. Of course, I say the, you never know what's going to happen, and then tonight I'm going to get a fucking shoe thrown at me. <laughs> I know how that works karmically. Yeah. I, I, was in, I, like the, I like the kind of, you never know what's going to happen when you step on that stage. I was in uh, Toledo, Ohio, mm-hmm. at the Funny Bone. I don't know if we have time for another story. We haven't even got the story yet. Let's uh, go. Oh, okay. Well, this is a great, this has made me appreciate clubs a lot, because it was a horror, horror, horror thing but i felt like i earned it you know mm-hmm. like i was uh, in toledo ohio at the funny bone and uh damon williams was booked he's a f- comedian from chicago it's really funny okay uh, but i think a lot of the audience members thought damon waynes was going to be there <laughs> who's like Shit. like a name like sure, people are yeah, excited yeah, to see yeah. him and i'm featuring like i'm going up second and uh they have the host and then they have uh the uh two guest spots then me and so already the audience has seen Three guys who aren't Damon Wayans. Uh, two of those guys are both black, so they, you know, this is the Damon Wayans type. Sh- but then sure. it's like, then a white guy who's like talking about being from the inner city, so he's white, but he's also relating to not being white. Sure. And then me, who's very white, and like I've, you know, I've been diverse somewhat, but I grew up in a small town in Indiana. That's just not where right. I grew up or whatever. It was not a lot of diversity. Uh, and then Chicago is different, but, uh, you know, my stories are about me or whatever. And uh, I get into like a minute or two minutes, not even like long enough to not be funny, and someone yells out, like, tell a joke. That's what someone says. Ooh. And then I, I sort of be like, oh, this was a joke or whatever. And, people laugh a little bit and it just like he says it again and then eventually just like everyone's on board and people are like applauding for me to get off stage at one point i feel like that damon just come on came on stage because everyone just got up and applaud and i was like they just want me to leave so much they start lighting me from the back of the room and that's where that part of me that you're talking about earlier where they light you early was like uh there's a dangerous part of stand up for me where i just like start to resent everything and i'm like no you're not and later on, I told the manager, I was like, oh, I just didn't want Damon to have to face that. I knew I was supposed to do 25 so minutes. So you, you ran your light, even though you got it early? Well, yeah, I got it way early. I got it like at seven minutes in or whatever. But I was like, I'm supposed to do 25. So that's what I'm going to do. Right, so right. I didn't let this. I was, I, I, they kept lighting me. So I just like turned to the side a little bit. So I couldn't see the light. <laughs> and, uh, and I just kept doing my jokes. And I had like four or five people in front laughing. Um, but then everyone else, there were people that were being really, really rude. And then there were people who were just like felt awkward that mm-hmm. those people were being rude. So it's not like everybody was horrible but uh i did that i just kept going because i was like oh that's they told me to do 25 minutes so they didn't say anything about it so i just kept going and eventually the manager came in and turned on the music and i was like okay now i have to oh uh, you got played off i got played off oh man and uh i've never been back i don't think they blame me for that situation but uh because i think that's like policing the room type stuff sure sure but i was like that's one of those moments where i was like this is really horrible 
Um, but it's also kind of a weird adrenaline thing that you're not going to get yeah, anywhere yeah. else. Like yeah. it's going to be hard for me to go on stage and get that anywhere else. So it's like, it's not something I want to experience again, but I'm kind of glad that I got oh, to yeah. live through it. But it's a good thing. I feel like it's good to go through. That's why like, yeah. I feel like if you're going to be a comic, it's so dangerous out here in Los Angeles, I think, because there's so many people who are actors who are told by someone to get seen on a stage doing stand-up. And so they do bringer shows or they do all these things that give them a false sense of what stand-up really is. Mm -hmm. And I think those moments, like you Mm -hmm. just described, are what helps you decide, is this something I want to do? And I think that's what's lacking out here. I think there's not... Like, I feel like in Chicago, you knew if you were funny or not. You knew. Mm -hmm. There was no bullshit to be had. If you're not funny, get out of here. You can come to these open mics. No one's going to laugh. You know? And I feel like that's... I think those are great moments to have. And if it wasn't for those moments, I wouldn't have a podcast. See what I'm saying? So we need those. Can I tell you my story about Damon Wayans? Yes, please. I'm going to Google this guy. Junior? Who are you Googling? I need to get this guy's name right. For a story? story. Okay. I I thought you were going to Google Damon Wayans. You're going to have to do the trifecta (laughs) on the Damon Wayans. But my... All right, so... This is years ago. This is for, I guess Damon Wayans Jr. was on a, a pretty successful sitcom as of now. So Happy he's endings. okay, probably. So oh is, yeah, he's on he's on New Girl and he's on Let's Be Cops. All right, so he's on three uh, really successful. Yeah. But this was before yeah. that, and I was emceeing at the Melrose Improv, uh-huh. and uh, like halfway through the. By the way, audience hated me that night. There's just something about emceeing at the Improv. If I'm doing a regular set or headline, yeah. I'm fine. But when yeah. I emcee after about the fourth person, I don't know. They just hate me around. <laughs> Hour. Oh, so they like you at the beginning. It's just like, yeah. They just, I don't know, maybe I drink too much in between. Oh, you drink too much? (laughs) That could be a fact. I was stumbling on the stage and I went on for 20 minutes. I figured they would reach out with a helping hand. (laughs) No, apparently they want a show. Um, So, like, about an hour, it's like, hey, we got a, hey, we got a special drop in, so you got to bring him up. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's like Damon Wayans. Yeah. Junior. Like, oh, okay. (laughs) So. They already like all right, they already hated me. So I go up there and I'm like, hey, we got a special, you know, it's the improv, you know, we always get special guests. Um, and I swear I didn't leave as much time between his name and Junior, but it seemed like an eternity because I was like, Damon Wayans <laughs> Junior. Oh no. <laughs> that dude was so pissed at me. It wasn't like we was so I'm like they jumped. I didn't. Yeah. I was going Damon Wayans Jr. all in one breath. They jumped on it. I didn't. They heard yeah. Damon Wayans. Now and your then, fault. And now yeah, that's his dad's hate? fault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't. You know it's his fault for doing stand up. <laughs> or at least change your name. Name it. Change your name to Albert or yeah. something. WJ or Tori. Like Tori spelling did to throw people off. <laughs> so that's my Damon Wayans Jr. story. And now Damon Wayans Jr. hates me. Oh. Probably doesn't even remember. Yeah, he's probably. This guy. That is interesting because like. Yeah, he would have to deal with that a lot until people. Yeah, yeah. Now he's now he's more no. probably than his like more like on TV and stuff. Than now his dad. if he gets introduced, I think his star meter is higher than his dad's. Probably. Oh yeah, yeah. They're waiting for Junior. Yeah, it's more relevant. Like Damon, more relevant. That's the uh, word. Junior. Oh no. Oh. Um, Who did you have to Google? Oh, uh, so this uh, comic. Next time you host for him, he's gonna want you to wait. I mean, like Damon Wayans. Yeah, don't rush. Junior, junior. drop the Junior <laughs> hardly. Junior. <laughs> All right, is this a name I'm going to have to blur out or no, censor because so. I'm not editing? No. Okay. Oh, no, I don't I don't think so. Okay. Um, I did an Air Force base show. Mm. I want to say, like, this is four years ago. Okay. I did... I did Locally um, here? Huh? Locally here? Sacramento. Down Sound, yeah. Oh, yeah. up there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, it was, an, it was a very urban 
centric, right? There was a, I don't know how else to say it, but there, the guy who booked me at it, it opens for Jamie Foxx. His name is Speedy. Mm-hmm. Saw me at a college um, show in Northridge and was like, oh, I didn't think you were going to be funny. And then you were. And so <laughs> asked me to do this Air Force show, Air Force Base show. The headliner of the show, so it's just Speedy's going to host it. Whatever you think his comedy's like based on his name, yes. Okay. So Speedy Very is, fast. <laughs> Very fast comedy. Oh, yeah. Hispanic? <laughs> so Speedy is going to host a giant it. Sombrero? He's a mouse. Gonna, He's a mouse. <laughs> uh, guys, it's a rodent. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to feature... Under, under. And their headliner is Jay Lamont. Have you heard of Jay Lamont? I do know Jay Lamont. I don't know him personally, but I know the name. Incredibly funny. Did a lot of Def Jam stuff. Okay. Um, does amazing like musical impressions of artists but it's like fun they love him mm-hmm. like he's just right and he's the nicest person so i'm at this air force base and like their club what they deem a club mm-hmm. and i go up i'm supposed to do 30 minutes speedy goes up and introduces me uh, i tell him i just did last call with carson daly so i give him that credit because I know I'm going to need one. And <laughs> he goes up and he says, now this next girl, she was on Kimmel. <sighs> Total lie. It's fine, yeah, though. No, that's fine. Wait, she, he said, last call with Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> and then he said, I saw her at a college, thought this white girl's not going to be funny. <laughs> and she was Renee Gauthier. That oh, was my nice. intro. Okay. So I go up. Not even, like, no one's making noise. Like, not, no one's yelling at me. No one's doing it. I think I heard a woman cough. And just like, utter ambivalence. I just were like, <clears throat> I was like, I, in my brain, I remember thinking like, start crying and get off of here. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was the other part of me was like, push through. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, yeah. fuck you. Right. Right. In my ego brain. <laughs> and I start going and I literally, he lights me at five minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, Cool. You're paying me $250. Like I'm right, right. Cool. It's the no problem. Five minutes, 250 bucks. Easy. Sad. <laughs> Get off. And then nothing's worse than having to hang out at the venue where everyone doesn't think you should be doing this. Oh yeah. And then like going up to the headliner being like, you were amazing. And then they look at you and go, um. Oh. And I'm like, this is the worst day of my life. And then Jay Lamont crushes right goes up and the nicest thing he does he's like y'all should have given renee a chance like she's hilarious you know maybe you weren't ready for it like he was the nicest guy but it was just like that similar where i was just like i can't get out of here yeah because i'm five hours away from home <laughs> and i haven't paid yet <laughs> and you know what i mean it was oh, just yeah. like whole and all like that self-hatred thing that happens where you're like i it couldn't even deal. Oh, yeah. You know, there's that saying, you know, people laugh their way to the bank when they're doing well. Comics cry their way to the yes. bank. Yeah. <laughs> the next day, could you just catch this one? Go home, please. <laughs> it was but terrible. It was, it was a good lesson, though, in hosting, to be honest. Oh, I thought Speedy was hosting. No, he was. Oh, okay. But it was a good lesson for me to take care. Because you were saying the thing about Damon, you took care of it, obviously. But, like, it is, it hosting is one of the most thankless mm-hmm. jobs, I think. In a club and in all that stuff, but like to get it right is important, and to be a good host, everyone can't host. Yeah, it's true. It's so true. And like for that experience alone, whenever I'm hosting at the improv or I'm hosting, asked to host anywhere, mm-hmm. 
I am so careful about how I do it because yeah. it's my job to make them good. I'd say one of the biggest complaints on this uh, podcast from comedians, besides not enough road puss, am I right, Palasek? <laughs> boom, boom. We boom. just knuckled. We just knuckled. Yeah. We just knuckled. Yeah. 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 There you go. All the way around. It's good. <laughs> is uh, the MCs and how they get thrown it's like it's it's a it's like throwaway thing and it shouldn't be and it's funny you it just reminded me is when Michael and I were working in Vegas we went to go see my friend and his name is escaping me playing a band right now I'm so sorry he opened for Carlin forever um, he, he wasn't my friend so I don't yeah, feel he wasn't bad Michael's friend. He was my he was, friend he was nice and he was a good and musician he's a great guy and he's a good musician and he's a funny comic and I'm spacing on his name and forgive me because he probably listens to this he has a name similar to someone I do know though and I, oh, who I would can't remember I don't remember that name though um, so. <laughs> it must be the name but he reminded me when we were there that night he reminded me of a gig we did up in Washington where the MC came up to us and I was middle in and my friend was headlining and he's like hey I'm just you know oh the owner said oh we're grooming RMCs. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. What does that mean? It means the guy who's fucking washing dishes wants to be a stand-up yeah. and can he do five minutes up front. So the guy, the kid goes up, he comes up, he's like, hey, I'm just going to do five minutes and then I'm going to bring you guys up. I'm like, sure, you know, it's one show tonight, do seven or ten, yeah. you know, you're the MC, let's get this thing going. He's like, okay. He goes up, tells one joke, it bombs. Then bails. He goes, this is fucking hard, people. You don't understand. Uh, here's Murray Valeriano. <laughs> Maybe you got my name right. I don't know. <laughs> you just reminded me of this Columbus show I just did. Just you did recently? I did like a year ago. Mm -hmm. I'd say a year ago exactly. Oh, really? Yeah. I was booked on this show in Columbus, Ohio to be the headliner. This girl contacted me. I guess Aaron Foley had like recommended me. Uh, to do a headlining thing. It's like an independent show she runs. Mm. Um, it wasn't at a club. But I talked to Erin. She's like, yeah, the, the, it's a great show. Do it. She's like, at the time, I was dating a guy who lives in Chicago who's a comic. And I was like, oh, we have to see each other anyway. I might as well just get him on the show. Sure. And then we can both be paid and flown. I love it that like when it's a relationship, you're like, well, I have to see him. Like, like, like <laughs> it's required from the from the arrangement that we have. <laughs> no, I know it's just funny. Like, yeah, I know. It's <laughs> like, long distance. I was like, yeah. oh, what a perfect way to like spend time together and do this and yeah. whatever. The problem is we broke up. Oh. In May, and the show was June first, so we broke up May fifteenth, and I was like, I mean, contracts have been signed. Like, we're <laughs> going. So there's no breakup clause. There's in no this breakup contract. clause. No, so okay. he he shows up. We're fine. We get to the venue and it's like this dirty, like it's almost like um, Saddle Ranch. Like oh, it yeah. reminds me of Saddle Ranch, but with like a side stage. And she comes up to with me a, with a mechanical bull type. No saddle bull, ranch? but like just that feeling with like so, you know. For our non-West Coast listeners, sawdust. what's a Saddle Ranch? Oh, I'm sorry. Like uh, like what is it called? Sawdust on the ground mm -hmm. and. But, you know, it's like a sports a bar Western meets theme. like a Western theme. A ground round for East Coast people. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. And so, sure. And so <laughs> there's a room set aside. There's a portion set aside. You can hear people playing like, what is that? Hockey, air hockey? Yeah. Air you can hockey. hear people playing games. There's a, like a TV rollout. Can you hear Michael tapping on the table? Oh, is that loud? No, can you hear that? <laughs> um, I couldn't hear. Um, but, so we're sitting there and we're like, she comes up and she goes, first of all, she's kind of weird. She comes up and she goes, Hey, like, there's not that great of a turnout. I'm sorry. This is a new venue. Like, just this whole thing. I go, it's fine. Also, our host quit. Like, he's not going to do it. <laughs> and I go, okay. She goes, so Marty, my ex-boyfriend's name's Marty. Marty, who was already opening for his ex-girlfriend, is now going to host open. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he goes, you don't have 
people in town that want a job. Yeah, yeah, like, right. This doesn't make sense. There's somebody watching a rerun somewhere that could somewhere. use the 50 bucks. She's like, I go, yeah, you don't have people who want stage time that just want to host? And she's like, no, they, they, you know, a lot of people don't. I was just like, who is this girl that they don't want to do this? Right. She has some guy who's supposed to do sound is going to host mm-hmm. or he's going to like bring us up. He goes up and he goes, uh, Marty DeRosa. Oh, now is his full name. Oh, it's okay. That's all right. Care. Nothing bad happened. Okay. But I'm just saying it's like a funny like situation sure, altogether. Sure. He goes up and it is a struggle. Mm-hmm. I go up, it is a struggle. Like nobody gets out okay. Mm-hmm. Like he did he did great and I did okay. He should have technically headlined, I think. Right. At this point, because I just think it's and I hate that I'm going to say this out loud, but I just think when you have audiences who are like in the middle of Columbus, Ohio, who already look a little bit miserable, that they can receive a dude headliner better than they can receive a female sometimes. Like it depends on circumstance. Plus we all know Marty's miserable anyway. I don't know if it's not true. No, but you know what I mean? I was just like, and I felt kind of guilty because mm-hmm. I had like hooked him up with this thing. Right. And I'm like, I should have just let him headline mm-hmm. and like, or we should have just co- Sure. Did it and not giving a shit, but it was. Let the sound guy say each of your names awkwardly. <laughs> Let the sound guy sound guy say each of your names awkwardly. Yeah, well, and then he had to bring me up right when his set, like Marty had to bring me up. Right. It was the worst. I think like uh, those situations where there's no host or the host is like new and bad or whatever. I understand as a headliner that that's annoying as a feature, but I think also that's like a. I think that's like how people become comics is that spot. So I'm always kind of okay with whatever happens that like, unless you're at a great club and this is a week that you're trying like you're, this is an audience and it's like, great. But when it's just like the middle of nowhere and no one knows who you are anyway, like that's where people are learning to do stand up. Yeah. So it's like, I, I can understand that side of it. I kind of like, I mean, I wasn't a good host because I didn't want to be a good host. Like <laughs> I wanted to do my stand up, bring up the guy and then hopefully move it to feature. So I kind of like, and if you're a feature or a headliner, you, you can figure out how to get through the crowd. So I kind of like, unless it's like a really big show, I'm kind of like, there are some clubs that have like headliners, like Zany's in Chicago, mm-hmm. they have like a house MC for the whole month. And I think it's good, but it's also like, um, um, and they have like local guys do like half like co-features or whatever. So I guess it's kind of like that spot switched. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think it's kind of fun to be the first guy and have to go up in the worst moment. No, I understand. I, I understand we all, we all have to start somewhere. But yeah. I, I yeah. think... I, th- I think they like they're doing in New York, man. You, you put the new guys in the check drop spot. <laughs> that's what they're doing in New York now, and that's well, that's perfect, and yeah. that's a great way to get started. Yeah, it I has the same amount of tension. That no, yeah, no, the check drop spot. That's you're starting the show off with a good show with yeah. a good, with a strong comedy. Yeah, up front. I think that's that's really key. I just think like that's that's the club's choice to do mm-hmm. something like that, and if they don't choose to do that, I'm always kind of protective of the new guy because we're yeah. all that guy. Right, Michael's right. so nice. Because Michael's so nice. Yeah. I now, mean, did you have to Google your ex-boyfriend's name? Is that what you were Googling? <laughs> yeah, Google Marty DeRosa. I don't remember who he was. Marty uh, featured for me last time I headlined uh, in Chicago. Oh, he's, he's a great, great guy. He's super so funny. Great. He's got a really popular podcast, too. We don't talk yeah. about other podcasts. Okay. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wrestling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget. That was... Uh, wrestling that, with Depression? Was that, was that what it's called? Mm-hmm. I, I listened to it uh, last year. I haven't listened to it much. Yeah. Um, but that was a good exercise for me following Marty because Marty's a Chicago comic mm-hmm. and did 20 minutes of sh- Chicago and East Schaumburg related material. <laughs> yeah. 
So that was a big lesson for me. Yeah. I, I always ask the old school con- stand who've been road dogs, do you ever tell the feature not to do something? And they're like, no, if you can't follow the feature, then you don't need to be Agreed, there. Yeah. yeah. That's and that's a tough happen. moment when you follow someone who like lives there. Yeah, it's like, well, like, I mean, I feel like Charlie up here. right? <laughs> like, oh, I love Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's such a good energy thing. I think like I'm always confused by when you go and do festivals and they have people who've come in. Like I went, went and did a San Fr- uh, uh, festival in San Francisco, not the Sketch Fest, but another one. And they were like, you're going to host all your shows. And I go, why? Yeah. Like you should have your local crew should be hosting and being first. Like they're the ones that know, ev- like they're the ones who know how to warm up this crowd. Yeah, yeah. Like why am I hosting? <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I did, that. I don't know if you've ever done this, but it's hard sometimes to also speak up. Because you don't want to be that dick who's like, I don't want to <laughs> host every show. Like, I paid to come here. Oh, yeah. Have you, you paid know? to come? No. Oh, you paid to go to a yeah. festival? I, mean. I thought they hired you. Yeah. Oh, no. That sucks. oh no. I paid yeah. to come there, yeah. basically. That's work. You yeah, should never yeah. have to pay to host. Like. I know. <laughs> and so I was like, mm, I, I'll host this show. Yeah. I'm not hosting the rest. Yeah. So figure it out. Yeah. Like, not yeah and i was like felt really guilty about it like, no. like guilt for a long time about sure it. no that's okay and my friend was just like who's also a comedian she's like no you're yeah. fine there's a there's a spot too in your career where you you, you don't have to say yes to everything I know. um like renee uh but no i had to i turned down a show at the irvine improv next month the guy what day is it uh did you get asked yeah i know is there is there an opening like uh, but, I'm not at that place yet. <laughs> and well, here's the deal. I, like, I'm off the road for a while because yeah. my wife's going back to work on yeah. a movie and I'm going to be taking care of Frank. Yeah. Um, so I'm just, any local, like I've called all my friends. I'm like, hey man, I don't mind featuring for you if you're, yeah. you know, if you're working yeah. in town. Yeah. So, so I was really, I was like, so the, hey, you want to come down and MC the Irvine Empire? I'm like, hey, you know what? I think, I, yeah, I'll do it. I'll yeah. do it. Why not? And he's like, well, it doesn't pay. Uh, I'm like, well, I'm probably not going to do it then yeah. because it's a long haul and yeah. it's a long night. It's like, oh, well, I'll get you, I'll get you a 20 minute spot. I'm like, okay, well, hey, why didn't you offer that first? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, he's like, but that doesn't pay either. And I'm like, well, I'm just, and I just did the Irvine Improv that night and gotten paid. And like, I'm not, I'm, so, I'm going to pass. I'm sorry. I appreciate you asking me, but I'm not going to set a precedent in a club where I yeah. work a lot yeah. that I'll drive an hour and a half to well, do. Yeah. They're free. capable of paying you. But That's I, the I, thing. I feel guilty. And I feel guilty about know, saying so no. Weird, and my right? wife's like, fuck that guy. Whenever <laughs> that happens, I would just feel like, you know, a lot of people where you live that you can do 10 to 20 minutes for free without driving. So I don't think you have to feel because it's like, you can, oh, you can, I can probably get a set at Melrose. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll get it like somewhere else. But it's like, yeah, you don't have to. If it's free and you're already in at that club, like, yeah, and it's I know. So far Unless away. you're making an. Yeah, it's like. That's gas, like $60 of gas. Oh, yeah. To yeah, not yeah. get paid. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. 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 But then again, I have, I have that good Catholic guilt, which I'm not even Catholic. I don't know why I have it. But I was I like, I felt really bad. So I love my life. Is it bad that I said his full name? Who? Marty's? Yeah. No, Marty's I a good guy. I think I Marty know. listens to this podcast. Marty's really so funny. If, hey, Marty, what's up? I bet uh, Marty listens to this podcast right before he records his own podcast called Wrestling with the <laughs> <laughs> Double Club. <laughs> I wasn't going to edit anything, but now I got to go back and edit out all of Michael's stuff. No, that's Everything. a good soundbite. That's a good soundbite. <laughs> that's a good soundbite. Juma, do not use Marty DeRosa's wrestling with depression as the soundbite. <laughs> this is called Chicago loyalty, which you're seeing right now. Man. 
seriously. No, I think it'd be funny. Not that I'd ever get to. Maybe someday, if you're if you're big enough as a comedian, anybody can steal this to go on like Fallon and plug whatever the CBS show is at the time, Colbert or whatever, and just talk about how much fun that was instead. What to do? Like what I just did to you, like do that on the higher level. Oh, that could be really funny. Just, yeah. yeah, just go, go on, on Kimmel and, and talk about how much fun Leno was. <laughs> Leno yeah. was a blast. Yeah, yeah. All, All right, man, we're wrapping up here. Oh man, and I know sorry. it goes fast, doesn't it? Yeah. It does. And then you think, oh, I don't, I don't know what stories to tell, but then you're reminded of a story, aren't you, Renee? When you come on here, you're like, oh, I just thought of something that happened. Yes. That just happened. Yes. To Renee. Did it, it happen did. to Michael? What's that? Did it happen to Michael? Um, something triggered a story I did like something happened I don't know <laughs> I feel like I the, you know what I wanted to mention there were little yeah. parts of stories that got triggered Michael and I did Vegas together really I did not know that and <laughs> we I have to set it up Renee now I have to edit your part out too <laughs> we had the best week I think shows wise I've ever seen in Vegas like every show was good I don't believe you I swear, and I've done Vegas, and it's not every show. Have is you good. done the Golden Nugget? Because I have. Oh, downtown. <laughs> Who books it? <laughs> Michael, do it. The same people that did punts, pumps and punch lines, but this show was co-ed. Oh, really? Oh. It was called Nobody's of Comedy. Nobody's of Comedy. <laughs> now, come on. Yeah. Come on, have some respect for your show. It was respectful. Nobody's a comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't like. What about agree future with that somebodies? Name. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. I mean, I think they their intention was yeah. correct. It just doesn't roll off the tongue as a big boost. But it was a full, I mean, it was a full theater. That's in the great. Nug. It's got to be hard to shell out 20 bucks to see the nobodies of comedy. <laughs> you guys don't know these guys because they're not anybody. Well, that's it's, right. $20, please. If we're going to be honest, the majority of shows in America are the nobodies of comedy. Right. That's right. the truth. Right. But that's you also is. are not introduced as... Yeah, this yeah. guy doesn't have any credits. No, this exactly. guy, you know, this guy's been on such and, and such. Everyone has credits on these shows. That's what's funny. Yeah, yeah. you know, everyone's done something. So I don't necessarily. Last agree night with the golden nugget. at County Mag, there's a story that got last night at the County Magic and her most speech. Uh, Jim McDonald is a funny comedian. I don't know Jim. Where's he from? Uh, he's from here. Okay. Yeah, he lives. I think he lives maybe near Hermosa. He always has a good tan. So that's why I think that. <laughs> maybe he surfs. Maybe he's seen on a surfboard. Um, but he had a joke where he's like, I was on, uh, like, his intro was how he's on Letterman. He's like, oh, I was on Letterman. Uh, how many how many people saw that? And no one applauds. He's like, oh, that was a waste of time. <laughs> like, just like, all the effort, and no one saw it. <laughs> you, ever do, you ever do morning radio on the road and then ask yes. how many people listened and nobody, nobody? listened? I don't do that because I, I hate I got morning radio. I got five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Oh, I've never asked. Yeah, I've oh, never asked, asked either. It's painful. It I just sucks. assume everyone's just there assume because everyone's I woke up that early. <laughs> no, man. I, I, I had to do a phoner from here at 5 in the morning and I get up to the club and I'm like, so I got to who listened? Nobody. Great. <laughs> I, uh, I did a marine tour in Japan, um, a marine-based tour in Japan. Are you big in Japan? I'm pretty big in Japan. Well, <laughs> um, but uh, I remember we had to do a radio thing on base mm-hmm. uh, to promote the final show. And it was right before Christmas time. In uh, Japanese. In the Japanese, um, but I did not. Is that how you pronounce it in Japan? <laughs> yes. The Japanese? Thank you. You're the welcome. J is a Y? But one of the guys <laughs> that was on the show with me, because there's only, um, it was two, myself, another girl comic, and a guy comic, and then like a music act. That's like basically what we ran with. He said, on the show, he goes, oh, Renee's like the marine machine. <laughs> and I was like. That makes me sound like an incredible hooker. Like, <laughs> what did you just do? And he's like, no, 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 no. I mean, like, all the Marines love her. And I'm like, they love any girl right, right. that's here. <laughs> like, it was so, so we did a show that night, and all the guys were like, yeah, we heard. And I was like, 
Please don't hurt me. <laughs> it's too bad Burt Kreischer's known as the machine. You could have been you could have been Renee the machine. I know. The Marines the love Marine her. <laughs> the Marine machine. I was like, why did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> Even though I know it's just like this. I saw this girl at a show. I didn't think she was gonna be funny, but she's a machine. <laughs> <laughs> she's a Marine machine. Uh, all right. So this is great. I'm glad you guys. Uh, I'm glad you guys came by. Thank yeah. you for having. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you made the trek all the way from Los Feliz. We didn't tell her that. Yeah. Oh, please do. Our Jack McBrayer story? It's not really. I like Jack. It's a good story. It's a cool did he go story, through Chicago and I.O.? I.O. in Chicago or Second City? Uh, he, I think he did both. Yeah. I.O. Okay, I think I probably went through I.O. then he got hired for Second City. Okay, because when I, when I was in I.O. out here, he had moved out here. Yeah. yeah. He, I think he, he was on a couple his way out here. Was it here or New York? See, we disagree on that yeah, part. We have a bit of a disagreement. <laughs> Now's the fight. Finally. Uh, <laughs> we both were in the lottery and he played with us. Yeah, he was... Uh, so nice. He was coming... My version of the story is okay. that he was in New York. He had been then on we'll Kona doing stuff. Version. And he was coming through Chicago to go to LA. And he mm-hmm. stopped and did the show with us. Renee, your version is <laughs> different. <laughs> my version is, is he was about to move. Because I talked to him on the sidelines when we were done, and he was like, "Oh, you're, he was so nice." I was standing next to you when you talked to him. He talked to both of us together. I think so. <laughs> I mean, I assumed he was talking to me too because I was standing next to you. Well, oh. he was like, "Oh, I'm moving." Yeah. He's like, "I'm literally this is my last show. I move tomorrow." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Where are you going?" And he said, "New York." And I go, "Good luck. That's amazing." <sighs> See, I thought. Bill told, our coach told us that he was on Bill Conan, Hill. Bill Arnett, okay, really funny know. guy in New York, or not, in Chicago. And uh, I thought Bill had told us that he used to do spots on Conan, so I assumed he was in New York, came through Chicago, hung out a little bit, oh, well, and then no. was going to LA. But that's... Let's get Jack McBrayer on the phone. Okay. Uh, but anyways, he was really funny and really nice. So funny, so nice. And I, it's funny because we never talked to each other about it until what, like a yeah. few months ago? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were at open mic and we both like brought it up and I was like, yes, I thought I was dreaming. Yeah, Renee oh, thought yeah. she was dreaming it. <laughs> like it never really <laughs> When he was on, because really 30 Rock was his big break, big yeah. breakout. And so I looked at him, I know that dude. Right. Like, yeah. I know that dude. And then when he validated, I was like, oh my God, like it's real. I thought what was two things that were really cool about Jack. First off, like imp- definitely in like comedy in general, there's this like uh, idea of like, oh, this isn't funny or this is. He was just like funny. Like I remember he we were doing a scene and he just made fart noises from the sideline <laughs> and that was hilarious. And I was like, oh wow, that takes a lot of confidence to do something like that. Right, right. And then after the show, he was the one true thing that Renee said. Uh, he was. <laughs> He was in Chicago getting ready to leave, and that was his last show in Chicago. But I think he was coming from New York to LA. But anyways, uh, that Renee's a lion. He was machine. only he was a lion machine. <laughs> he was only in Chicago for like a li- that was like his last time. But he mm. was like talking to I thought us maybe just to Renee, and like he had like people who he like knew for a long time there. But he was like talking and hanging out and like being he was like really really nice, mm-hmm. incredible. And yeah. and also I don't remember him being full of himself on stage either. Like no. Like he was, it was just so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I see when he came out here, we ended up doing an Armando together, which is a, yeah, uh, yeah. it's a improvised show. I'm explaining. Okay. I'm ex- I know. Oh, for the people. I'm, I'm ex- yeah, for the people. Yeah. Not for the comics in the room. Yeah. And he, and I remember being on the sideline with my friend. He was going, who is this guy? <laughs> this yeah. This guy is hysterical, is man. Yeah. The guy was so funny that, you know, shortly after 30 Rock hit. Very funny. 
That uh, concludes the name dropping uh, portion of the podcast. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, dun, 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 dun. No, he did shake you guys? my hand. What did you say? He did shake he did. my hand. I don't remember if he shook my hand, but he didn't touch you. He wasn't maybe he wasn't talking. even talking he to me. He wasn't even talking to you. What are you talking? I thought about? he was he in there. I do that a lot. When famous people are in the room, I just go sit next near them, and I'm like, oh, we're having a conversation now. This is a conversation we had. It's awkward because I don't remember you. My friend Rich and I did that one time, and I'm going to have to Google this guy's name, and the story probably is not worth it to extend the show anymore. But I'm going to do it anyway. We got really drunk at this uh, fancy schmancy hotel here in Los Angeles and we somehow snuck our way into like a $2,000 a plate benefit dinner okay. with all these old timey uh, uh, singer and songwriters. I'm, uh, I'm Googling his name right now. And so we ended up at the bar and we saw that it was, my Wi-Fi is really slow right now, whoever sang Misty. I don't know if you know that song, if your parents listen to that song. I forget his name. But uh, <laughs> this says the O'Neill brother. Oh, Johnny Mathis. Johnny oh, Mathis. Okay. yeah. Uh, so I'm like, my, my buddy's like, that's Johnny Mathis. And so we just like waltzed over, just drunk, plopped down next to him, one on each side of yeah. him. And we're like sitting there with a drink. I don't think we got one word before two guys were like on our collars. Out of here. Are you <laughs> like, serious? They're like, okay, see you later, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Mathis, come on. <laughs> All right, that's my drive. Uh, guys, thank you so much for coming. Where can we catch you? What's going on? This is either going up tonight or next week. Um, I'll be at Zany's in Chicago this upcoming week. You're leaving tomorrow, Tuesday, aren't you? Are Sunday? you guys flying yeah. together? I leave tomorrow. Airline? Southwest. Me too. What time? 10.30. I think I'm at 8. For Bank. Oh. Uh, going out of Burb. Oh, you're on the Burbs. I didn't know Southwest did Burbank. Yeah. Oh, it's so much amazing. shorter for you now, Burbank. Yeah. That's why I picked it. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, so I'm at Chicago, then I'm at St. Charles the two weeks after that. St. So, Charles. Uh, Illinois. Okay. St. Needs in St. Charles. And How many is there now? There's Nashville, St. Charles, Rosemont. Chicago, Rosemont. Yeah. There's four? Right. Yeah. Okay. Forgot about Rosemont. Um, and I'm on Twitter and Facebook and have an album coming out in the next month or two. With an excellent cover. Yes, thank you. Thanks. Yes. Murray approved it. I, we, he was going over covers. Well, I don't know if you know, but we were in Vegas together. Oh, you were? Yeah. We had the best week of shows ever that anybody's ever had in Vegas. I'm pretty bored this whole time, so <laughs> I find that hard to believe. Like the 900 seat MGM Grand uh, Theater, the yeah. improv, yeah. which was half full every night, was awesome. It's uh, not about who comes. <laughs> it's not about how many. Right. It's about who. So, what's um, the name of your album coming out? It's called Job Opening. Job Opening. Okay, great. And it's an awesome cover. He was going over covers. That's why I yeah. did that. No, I, just, I mean. Pictures taken. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. I'll download it because I like to support. Where's the machine going to be? The machine? <laughs> I'll be at Westside Theater tonight at 7 o'clock. So turn off your iPod. <laughs> this, is, this came up an hour ago. This dropped an hour ago. Dropped an hour ago. Um, and oh, is that Neil Brennan's show? No, uh, Nat Goldberg. I don't know Nat Goldberg. Is it? But I don't. Sounds Jewish. It'd probably be great if I knew the name of it, but yeah, I don't. Be nice. Is it Nat Goldberg and Friends? Nope. <laughs> but it's at seven o'clock. All right, okay? we'll get down $5. there. Five dollars. Get down there. We're, it's our twelve minutes after. If it's downloaded at six, then it's twelve minutes after seven. So hurry right, up. So Renee goes it. on in eight minutes. Exactly. Um. <laughs> That's a great podcast. If you could time it up so people could like. Get your show immediately afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, no, but this week I will be at uh, Chicago Underground on Tuesday night um, at the Bee Kitchen in Chicago. Okay. Um, but that's it for right now. Awesome. She what? might do a guest by Zanies if she wants. To. Ah, look at that. <laughs> I do want Palisac's to. Palisac's going to pull a few uh, strings. <laughs> 
And then you just have to mention my name on stage. That's Cannot, all I ask. But he doesn't believe my Zach, my Zach, my Zach McBrayer. Uh, oh, yeah. that's where the confusion oh, lies. I'm talking to Zach. Zachary. Oh yeah, no, I was talking about oh, Jack. Makes more sense yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. All right, where can, you got a website, uh, Renee? I do, uh, ReneeComedy.com, and I'm at Nene Gooder. Nene Cooter. Gooder. Gooder. With a G. Okay, G A U, like your name? Nope. N E N E G O O T E R. Nene Gooder, and I do miss seeing you at Starbucks. I no know. Morning. And your I'm dog. I'm gonna go there right now. And your dog. I miss your dog. I, miss I have him. a website too. I didn't say it's just my name. Your what? I have a website too. I didn't just didn't oh, say it's, it's just my name. Yeah. Tell us the interesting thing about your dog. Three legs. All in the back. <laughs> what? <laughs> she, has, she has three legs just on her hind. Just on her hind. It's three the weirdest legs. thing you've ever seen. I don't like to point it out, but I thought it was it was interesting. Her name is Sugar Poop, and she's an angel. She is, and she and does. And Murray has stalked me awkwardly. <laughs> I, just stares at me, and I'm like, I. I'll we, stop in the middle when she still live here. I will stop in the like the middle. There's a light with a uh-huh. what are they, middle section? What are the yeah. yeah middle section of a median. No, no, Walkway? Just, we're, we're yeah, the middle stop. section. The, the middle section the of a light, section. a cross section, cross section or whatever. Cross and I'll just stop and stare at her. She walks until she, <laughs> until cars are behind me honking until she notices me. <laughs> or I'll just blow name. by with a horn. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll walk up behind her and just hold her hand. <laughs> and then I'll get a text. I'll get a Facebook message like, hey, that was me. <laughs> I was like, well, okay. I don't know. Call the police now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you're creepy. And now it makes sense why you moved an hour and a half away from where I live. <laughs> I had to move. We're sitting a certain distance right That's now right. for a reason. Uh, all right, guys, thank you so much for coming. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for having uh, me. Guys, thanks for listening. Um, uh, I'm in town, like you know, for the next couple of months watching my kid, but I'll be at the Irvine Improv tonight. If you don't go see Renee, come see the Irvine Improv tonight. And then I'll be, um, I'm headlining Melrose on the 29th. Of August, and then I'm I, I'm I'm local, so check the Ice House, Irvine, uh, Brea, Ontario, the usual haunts. Uh, I'll be around. And uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you haven't written a review, uh, please do so. It only takes a few minutes, and it's uh, it really does help the show. It's like the Yelp of a podcast. And I do thank you guys for listening. You know, we're in the the top uh, listings again this week, so I appreciate that. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you guys soon. Thanks a lot, guys. Uh, come oh, see these guys when they come to your town. They're very very funny. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and these fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon.